You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonation might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. All right. Welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. I'm your host, DJ Impact, and I got a couple of the uh, bad boys here with me. I think Sin City decided he wanted to uh, take a vacation or a break or something. Uh, do we give those? Do we give those here? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Do we do we have to uh, like just put the bullshit up, or can we just say <laughs> that he's had a a fucking job retreat, which I'm sure he is just having a blast doing. <laughs> those things are so much fucking fun. Right. Yeah. That's true. Job retreats never uh, never been a fan, and and yet they continue to have them. You know. So, anyways. Uh, Thank you all for for joining and and popping in. We know you'll be coming in slowly, so we uh we appreciate that. If you have access to the Facebook chat, please go ahead and get that ready cuz we want to hear all of your comments you may have. And um and with that, we'll just get started. Um uh, I guess the very first thing just to start off with I guess you can call it breaking news on our end is we now have a website, something that we haven't had in such a long time. Most of our communication, as many as as many of you know, is through social media. So check it out. Go to Vegas Bad Boys. That's again with the Z dot com. Vegas Bad Boys dot <laughs> Vegas Bad Boys dot com. Again, that's with a Z. And um, bookmark it so you can always get uh, quick access to it. And let us know what you think about it once you see it. And uh, we hope you enjoy it. It's pretty much going to be the hub of communication of what we're doing and what's going down in our town as well. We'll we'll throw things in there. So uh, we're excited and we thank you for being a part of that. All right, guys, we're going to jump into monday night raw uh, this past week i will tell you there's no better way than to kick off the show than by seeing beautiful women uh that was escorting bobby lashley to the uh, ring and i'm like oh man they, they were very impressed with this championship belt which is i'm beginning to understand that because as the vague the vegas bad boys champion there's absolutely zero women that's following me, but that's okay. I'm I'm getting to that wow. point. I'm getting I'm getting to that point that I will have my own three or four or five. I gotta say this real low because I don't want to get in trouble. Uh, you know, women that'll be approaching and walking with me as I go do my endeavor. So shout out to Bobby Lashley for that uh 
for, for, for that great little entrance. Outside of that, though, what else did you enjoy from Raw, guys? <laughs> okay, first, first, you're you're just assuming that that was enjoyable. <laughs> you got to understand, with those women came Bobby Lashley. Oh, wait, Basically. come on, man! I... Oh, oh, wait, wait! You're gonna start in on this, blah blah blah. I'm just gonna get right to the cut to the chase. Okay, with Bobby Lashley now comes Drew McIntyre. And this whole thing is just like fucking enough. Done. Done. I'm, I agree Stop. with you. I agree with you there. The shit between them two has gotten old and stale. Like those crackers in the closet that you probably should have threw away, but you didn't. But they're still kind of good, but well, just stale. Simon? Simon? Huh. Apparently, according to DJ and what he was just saying, uh, there's other things in his life that become old and stale. I didn't say uh, that at apparently. all. I... And also, too... Also, too, now that you talk about old and stale, didn't you get beat by a tree? I mean, I mean, no, no offense, man. I mean, you're a true champion, but uh, that tree had more wood than you had to offer. <laughs> That's the firmest piece of wood he's seen in forever, man. Basically, you want to know more about that? Watch Vegas Bad Boys TikTok channel. <laughs> Listen, you guys didn't see what the tree did. I barely saw what the tree did. All I knew was I, I woke up and I was like, what happened? So it, whatever, it, it, it was real quick, and um, and I was out. It is what it is, you know? Let's put it this way. This tree has seen more ass in one day in the park than you see in probably most of your lifetime. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways, uh, what other things, though, um, that you were impressed about the show? Uh <laughs> That you can remember this past Monday. Uh, huh. Well, well yeah. go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Michaels. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, honestly. <laughs> no, I, I, you know what? I, I was, I, what I was going to say was, I mean, obviously over the internet, uh, Charlotte Flair had a wardrobe malfunction. That seems to be something that buzzed around when she had her match with Oscar. Apparently, I mean, I don't zoom in on all those things, but apparently there was, and I even was wondering, I don't remember seeing any of that, but that was a good match. Um, Charlotte Flair and Asuka, not like we haven't seen it before, but it's one of those matches that I don't get old, or it never gets old and stale, seeing them go up. Uh, Really, a lot of the cool stuff was stuff that happened, I mean, kind of toward the end. I mean, overall, that's pretty much... Everything else was just pretty much like raw. I mean, I don't have much to really say that's exciting. Well, I think a lot of people, um, you know, there, there's this backlash and, and uh, three count uh, will be uh, covering a little bit of this uh, mm-hmm. backlash on the zombies. Um, but going along with the zombies, apparently uh, Alexa Bliss's uh, witchcraft uh, has fans just uh, totally in a fucking tizzy. Because apparently you can't do anything in wrestling that isn't wrestling. So <laughs> right. um, that's fucking ridiculous. I think that it was a very wonderfully odd feeling of uncomfortability in Alexa's playground. It was awesome when Natty and Tamina just kind of walked out while Alexa was talking I mean, Tamina was on point. I mean, she was really like, 
I think this bitch is crazy. Like she had that look. Like, yeah. uh, like why are we here? Like, why were you entertaining this? <laughs> and she yeah. kept looking at Natty. Like, okay, are we gonna keep doing this to a point where she just had enough? I love that. And, I they, mean, just, yeah. and they, they they leave, and Alexa's talking still. Yeah, and then she turns her head, and they're gone. And so, therefore, you know, that might make Lily mad. Right. Why not? What is the fucking problem with that? What is the problem with, you know, incorporating things that aren't, um, you know, just straight up uh, wrestling stuff? Um, and again, we'll get more into that in three count. Um, right. But, uh, you know, one of the uh, interesting things this week was you had AJ and, uh, you know, almost out there. And uh, you had Elias and Riker, and now I guess AJ and Omos are faces? Yeah, that, I thought that was kind of weird, too. <laughs> so, I, you know, it's like there, there's some, you know, ambiguity in, in, in or, you know, there's, there's, I don't know, man. It's like they're just kind of really just kind of, you know, going into gray areas here. Uh, who should we be rooting for and who should we be booing and all that kind of stuff? Um, yeah. You know, Seamus again fucking wins his open challenge thing. So, right. Do we, do we care? Um, I, I mean, I mean, it, that's kind of how mostly what Raw was. It was like a lot of the matches I felt were kind of forgettable. I mean, yeah, we had Angel Garza and Drew Gulak match. I mean, instead of him shoving the rose. You know, in his ass, he shoved it in his mouth. Was it the same rose he shoved in his ass before? I hope not. I mean, because pulling that bad boy out would have been a pain. But uh, I mean, I mean, Angel Garza looks great. Uh, I'm just not feeling what's happened between him and Gulak, and especially because, like in the show, he tells him like, "You disrespected me, dude. You shoved a rose in your ass. You shoved a rose in my ass. I'm gonna have more to say than you disrespected me. I'm gonna whoop your ass." You know what I mean? And it it just didn't seem entertaining, you know. Uh, I mean, yeah. Kofi Kingston pulled double duty. You know, he had a match with Elias. And then later on in the night, you know, ended up uh, actually having a match with Bobby Lashley. Well, the big question here, though, is if someone wrestles a match against Elias. Wait, he had a he had a match against Randy, they... right? Oh, wait, but it, no, no. It was Randy. Was it Randy? Randy Orton. Was it Randy Orton? Yeah. Yeah, it was Randy Orton. Yeah, because Elias. Elias yeah, that's what it was. See, and that's, that's, so that's the point of when you have a guy like Elias, when you have a guy like Riker, you don't even remember who these guys are jobbing out to or doing. Right. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. But what I can tell you, yeah, you're right. It, it, it was Randy Orton and Riddle versus Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods, if I'm not mistaken. Am well, I no, seeing it, it correctly? Was, it was a one-on-one -on -one oh. match between right. Randy Orton and Kofi Kingston. Right. And then eventually was there was some involvement that got in between it that, that could have made it seem like it was two-on-two, -two, but it really wasn't. It was just one-on-one. -on -one. Right. Yeah. And this, is, and this is where Riddle pushed Woods down. Right. Yep. And Woods wasn't happy about it. Uh, but there you go. We'll probably see Woods versus Riddle this week, 
and uh, they'll either be going full tilt into Randy and uh, Riddle as a tag team. Um, I think this is honestly possibly the beginning of cutting back Riddle's whole bro gimmick. I think that they're they might start elevating him to more seriousness because he wants to tag with Randy. Uh, but also too, but also too, it's interesting you kind of say that because you know as we start running down, particularly Raw and SmackDown. Obviously, with the news of going back to live shows, they're going to have to retool some things anyways. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, you know, what you're regularly kind of doing, can't, can't so to speak, do that on a regular. And, and Riddle being kind of one of those, I mean, that bro gimmick he has does need to kind of scale back, especially if he's going to tag with uh, Randy more permanently, like you were saying, Michaels. I, I don't see that working out too well. No, I think they're stupid to do it. I think that I think that they should keep the uh, the odd couple pairing. I think it's ridiculous if you're going to do, you know. Here's the thing: you get both, of the, you get best of both worlds. So, if you take Riddle and you take away what the audience likes about him, mm-hmm. then you're going to possibly have a problem. I think that. <clears throat> What you're trying to do is elevate him with Orton, potentially. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you might be killing him by doing that. So, Sounds like a tricky situation. Um, now what was else that happened overall? I thought that was interesting. I mean, really, it was just the end of the night. I'm going to be completely honest. Uh, the end of the night, you know, that match with Bobby Lashley and Kofi Kingston was good and then uh you know kind of what happened with at the end the interference with um uh drew mcintyre and kofi comes up with the win i mean it's interesting you know but come on guys it's, it's like it's raw i mean basically when you when you really slice the pie raw is raw it, it's either a hit at the third hour a little bit of the first hour second hour is usually forgettable and it, it's usually you know what Raw is, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, the Charlotte and Oscar match um, was your pretty much your highlight of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, uh, here's the thing. Kofi Kingston, he beats Randy Orton with apparently some help. And then he beats Lashley with apparently some help. And this guy is a former champion, a <laughs> right. former yeah. world champion, and he needs people to help him win. It's, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, and and remember too, Raw necessarily again another free three count topic coming up here. Um, but Raw isn't necessarily going out on tour right away. Sure. So the you know the build up isn't necessarily for. The live shows, um, at least as of right now, it looks like SmackDown is the uh, the first to get pumping in that. So, um, yeah, I mean, listen, it is what it is. Everyone complains about Raw, but the fact of the matter is, it's wrestling on Monday night. What else? If you're a wrestling fan, what yeah. else? You, it's true. So. I mean, it's it's it's, it's kind of okay that it's not big, you know, like. I mean, at least for me, because it's, it's raw. It gets me starting for the week. 
And I mean, if it's good, great. If it's not, it's not, I don't feel like I'm losing anything. I mean, well, you know, a lot of this goes down to the fact too, that people, um, people like to focus on the ratings of it, right? True. Oh, ratings are going down. Oh, mm-hmm. they're just because of this horrible, this or horrible that. Right. But the truth of the matter is that if you're a wrestling fan, you're going to tune in, right? Yeah. And if you don't tune in, um, does it really matter if their ratings are good or, or not? Because you've already decided you don't want to watch it. So you're expecting them to do what you personally think they should do to make raw better that would get you drawn back in but now how the fuck are you going to do that for you know million plus people yeah you know can't tell it to everyone and i think also too you know with regards to to raw because you know my whole thing is is Sometimes I don't want to miss a week of Raw just in case something did pop off. You know what I mean? I mean, I know I'm not going to watch it live like I used to every Monday night, but usually on a Tuesday night, I'll catch it and see was there anything that happened. Because there's been times in the past where I didn't watch it for a whole week. And I was like, oh, shit, missed something. So, I mean, there's there's that, too, because there's a lot of people that feel that way, too. Well, absolutely. Um, we'll just jump right over from Raw and... Uh talk a little bit about impact and uh and what i saw this week there was a it was a really good match between uh, uh pity williams and versus vsk uh i like these two i'm not i wasn't familiar with them and uh they're you know what they've done in the industry apparently um uh they i, I believe P- uh, pity williams has been around for a, a minute uh Wow, what's that? I, I, you're you're Pity such a, is for yeah, me. you're such an impact long mark. Long time, yeah. Petey Williams was in impact for the longest time uh, at the you know the early progress of it when it was and like TNA. He, he was in there in TNA. He's one of yeah. the Canadian uh, Canadian destroyer. So remember, I was never a TNA oh, right. yeah. fan at all. <laughs> You I would have loved it. I've laid everything day, out. Yeah. I was transparent. Yeah. Loved it. yeah. So and and I've heard them talk about them. That's why I I, mm-hmm. I, I said it that way. They, because they said ten plus years. And again, I, I'm not familiar. But he but he's he's great, is what I'm saying. I watched the match between him and VSK and just some of the moves that he, he was doing was just very impressive. And um I'm I'm gonna enjoy getting a chance to see him now. I guess I missed him in his prime, but he still looked like he's going going the same if not more uh this match that he had with vsk anyway uh that was a good match that that was there um the main thing though seems like rich Juan. he he's back he actually showed up at the the impact plus pay-per-view they had last week uh i failed to mention that he just he didn't do anything but he, he came back um, oh so just like when he wrestled omega he didn't do anything <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's about to feud with who next? W. Morrissey, Mister Big Cass. He's gonna feud with him because he feels that he is in many ways, you know, acting like Kenny Omega. Just you know, feeling entitled. You know, 
just coming over and and just going to not care anything about uh, impact and how they do things. And he's going to show W. Morrissey a thing or two until he got knocked out during that promo. <laughs> and it's like, oh, man, Rich, uh, I'm pulling for you, man. But you just you just keep we'll, we'll wait to see what your match do. Maybe you, you show up there, you know. So uh, we'll see where that goes. Moose, Don Callis, Kenny Omega had a little moment in the ring. I, I thought I'd quote what Don said to Moose. I thought this was like, <laughs> dude, did this, does this get you upset? He said, Moose, there is nothing sadder on this earth than wasted talent, especially an abundant talent like yours. But you know what your problem is? You have all this talent, but no results. And he laughed at him while he said this comment. You can't even win. You couldn't even win a title at Ring of Honor. Wow. Just straight laughed at him in his face when he said it. And then he said, and by the way, Moose, how many world titles have you won? Shit. He said, Moose, I, I don't want to press any buttons, but how many Super Bowls did you win? <laughs> Damn. Yeah, here we go. Sh- shitting on the man, shitting on the product, which maybe, you know, will be some indication. But again, I I, um, I had a whole sh- thoughts in my head about where this is going to go. Although there could be some changes now that we'll kind of mention what happened with, um, you know, with Will Ospreay. Is this whole thing going to still happen the way it's supposed to be playing out? I don't know. Maybe, you know. Mr. King of the world supposed to have all the belts, so we'll see where all that goes. But um he'll but, probably he'll probably get it from Osprey, you know. <laughs> now that Osprey's vacated it, they'll probably they just don't hand it to him. Just give it to him. Here, man. No, just, yeah, just take it. Yeah. <laughs> just take it. Here you go. <laughs> New Japan is an impact. Hey, stop it. So they don't just hand belts. They didn't <laughs> he didn't he didn't hand him that belt. Okay. He 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 followed his contract. Uh, how did it say? He was following his contractual <laughs> obligations. He <laughs> won his belt. Kenny won the Via belt. A match that he would never could have won. But he just wouldn't hand it to him. Okay. Well, hey, you know what? If you clap your hands and say you believe in fairies, that works too. <laughs> yeah, man. I I don't know, but um, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But yeah, I mean, he came at Moose pretty hard. I mean, usually when you hear comments like that you would kind of think, well, Moose is more likely going to win this. I mean, this is kind of like, you know, when, when um, you know, when Kofi was in the ring with New Day and Vince McMahon, right? And he was, t- and he was trying to say, hey, he, sh- he should be one of the guys that should get a world title match. And Vince was like, I, I don't, you know, you're one of my, I think he called him one of his B players, right? Isn't that what he, he had told Kofi at that time? Yeah. I don't remember. No, well, I know. But uh, but all of this, the whole point is that, you know, Vince was just pretty much saying that he wasn't championship material until, of course, they were working their way to get him where they got him to. And I'm just wondering if, in this case, you know, they're going to just beat down on Moose on what he hasn't accomplished all the, to say that, in the end, he's going to end up getting this this title. Who knows? You know what, though? I think I think you're playing uh, you're playing a short game. I think that you really are pulling a short game here. Yeah. I don't think I really, I mean, it, it could be possible that they do 
put the belt on Moose or someone soon, but I honestly think that the biggest thing that they're shooting for is to hit up the numbers for Slammiversary because you're seeing little shots of like the Iconics and Joe right. and Mickey. So, yeah. you know, that that might be the long game. What I mean, according to the plan, remember, according to the plan, he's supposed to lose anyway. So what plan? Kenny Omega's uh, and Don Callis uh, plan. The plan is right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just need that clarified. Okay. So if I'm if I, honestly, if I'm Impact and I'm AEW, then I want to wait until you have the biggest anticipation of your biggest show of the year to do that. Which again and, makes no sense. Then why you then would use Moose, unless, unless, if... You don't have a plan to put the belt on Moose. That's why. Hate to break your heart there. I get it. So who then do you put the belt on? You don't. You have Omega hold on to that belt until Slammiversary, and guess who has to wrestle him for the title? Joe. Okay, so you believe that Joe, he, he is signed or will be signed? I believe that for the night you sell pay per views. That sells pay per views. Smart thing to do. Moose does not sell pay per views, buddy. I hate to tell you that. He sells your pay per view, but just not everybody else's. He ain't even selling your pay per view. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I, I'll, I'll buy that. I mean, if if Joe is signed with Impact, then yeah, I could definitely see that. But if he I'm isn't, saying, I don't. I, then I'm I'm lost. Because well, because who's you, supposed to take? Do you it? not think the whole fucking thing right now is lost? You have a company <laughs> that came in and just shit all over the other company who allowed their belt to go on the other TV show to get exposure. In which the only guys from their show going over there are the Good Brothers. They don't need the fucking exposure, right? So it, it's fuck. It makes no fucking sense. Yeah. A. Now, I agree and with that. B, you're trying to make chicken salad out of chicken shit. So, which ain't good. Well, it can be good. No, but the it's thing not is, good. You, you have to, you know, you have to look at it. The, the fact of the matter is, is that you have a big pay per view that you guys are trying to hype in, you know, getting that impact. Um, you know, that, that pop of surprise, right? And you're also, if they don't have some kind of thing in place with these people that they're actually shooting across the screen for that pay-per-view, goodbye impact. Because those fans that are talking about this now, if they don't come through on that, you're going to see impact gone within two years, if not a year. And you know what? It's, it's interesting enough. I, I will say real quick, uh, John in, um, in the chat, you know, says for the ego purposes, Kenny Omega will drop the impact championship of some sort in a triple threat where he doesn't eat the pin, which possibly could be the case. But I was also going to say too, what if this was a different situation? Let's just say not knowing what we know about, what if impact already was dissolved and instead of it just saying, Hey, we're just going to close impact as a wrestling promotion general, 
let's just say this is a better way of putting them to, to, to bed and eventually being absorbed by AEW. I, I thought about it the other day. I don't know. It might be stupid. But yeah. I was just thinking, I was just thinking in, in the sense of like, like, what is the purpose? Because I see I see you impact and you love this show. You know what I'm saying? But when I hear other people talk about impact, they think this is the dumbest shit ever. Just like Matt Michaels is saying, like, like, like literally AEW came shit in your cornflakes, poured you some milk, and told you to eat it. And it it just Listen, listen, remember, people shit on Impact, <clears throat> people shit on WWE. We're about to shit on AEW. That's what we do. People just shit on companies that they just don't necessarily mm-hmm. care about. Yeah, my, the other I think my, you mentioned aren't about to go under. Like Impact legitimately yeah, look like they're about to go under. And and you know, and I don't know. Maybe that's the case. I, I don't listen. I for what it is, for what they bring onto their network, it's not bad. I can get through it. I can watch it. And no it's one's enjoyable. saying it. No one's saying it's bad. What I'm saying is there's a difference between the product being bad, okay? Mm-hmm. WWE, their product can suck, all right? They're in a good place. They're getting a million fucking dollars from a movie to promote their fucking thing, right? That's fine. They could fucking suck all they want. They could lose viewers. The money's generating keep the company going. With Impact, the fact of the matter is is that it seems like there's no sense of direction and that's a problem because what you want to do is get the eyes onto that product that's how you keep that product going well that makes sense and 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 that's why i was thinking that with this partnership that they was that they had with aw and you know, I mean, and it's great to see what they're doing with New Japan. They look like they're about to bring someone else over. I'm sure Sin City Steve would just slobber all over once he's, you know, knowing that, who that person is. I don't know who that person is, but it's a, um, I think his name was Kojima or something. I'm not sure, but anyway, um, you know, and and that's and that's great that they that they have that partnership. But this, what does what has come out of AEW and Impact since this collaboration has just been horrible in terms of. Why would the deal be made that you just shit on the company? There should have been a trade of back and forth in terms of this company get a little bit leverage, this one gets a little bit of leverage. But that's Do not what's really happening. Do you seriously think AEW was ever going to allow that to happen? You know, everyone everyone I, talks as if AEW is this rev, revelation of, oh my God, if everyone could come together around those guys, they could beat the WWE. Fuck that, man. It's run by a cokehead who's in this to fucking make more money and to just just fucking throw his money around to fucking say that he's big shit. That's it. That's all he cares about. Tony Khan cares about one person. Tony Khan. Well, I, yeah. That's it. I mean, he's... you know what's interesting enough mm-hmm. is, and this is more for you, Impact. In a realistic standpoint, it's it's big bank take little bank. It doesn't matter what the premise is, big bank, take little bank. But did you really think that would be an even exchange? If you walked up to, let's just say, I don't know, John Cena walks up to you, say, hey, Impact, look, I want to do some business with you. All right? Just you. All right? What do you think? And you come to John Cena talking about, yeah, man, it should be an even exchange. You do this for me. I'll do this for you. John Cena will laugh at your ass. He probably would do it respectfully, maybe. Because it, it just doesn't add up. And that's how it is with AEW. Even though AEW is not this big end-all, be-all type shit, 
they're a way bigger bank than Impact. So any type of exposure, Impact should be happy about, as far as I'm concerned. And unfortunately, it kind of it's a little crappy to me, but that's just my opinion. It was never as mentioned. So apparently, know, what we're saying is that okay, so AEW, yes, they got all the money. So yes, they get the shit on Impact, which now in terms are not bringing in the viewers or the interest, which makes Michaels now say, you know what, maybe this shit's going to go away in a year just because of uh, how everything is ch transitioning. I don't, I'm trying well, to understand why this listen, is not. You didn't listen to what I said. I said, if they don't deliver on the faces they're showing, hyping up their biggest pay-per-view, then they're fucking dead. Yep. I agree with that. Because why would I ever tune in to see, especially to pay money, See, this is uh, the other thing. You know, I think wrestling fans look through the eyes of they download this shit illegally. All right. Which is a whole another bucket of worms that is starting to open up because now people are starting to get uh, in big time trouble who are running those sites. OK, so what you have to realistically ask yourself is, OK, if I want to see this pay-per-view and I have to put down 40 bucks. And they're telling me we're going to have Joe and the Iconics and Mickey James, etc. And then they don't deliver on that. They can't take that hit, man. So, are so now I haven't seen that commercial where they actually have shown their faces. I've seen a commercial where they oh. were where they were running the audio of. There, there's been more talent of uh, been released, and you know who's going to show. And I've seen that, but I haven't seen the faces. But w from what you're seeing in that commercial, that is enough information saying that these people are 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 going to be the ones that's going to show up at the anniversary. I'm telling it to you like this. You're a consumer. If you start seeing this stuff on a hype up to a pay-per-view, you're going to make an assumption that those people are going to be on this pay-per-view. You are assuming, correct. We know what that leads you, but go ahead. No, it will leave you. It will leave you going. I paid forty dollars for this shit, and they didn't show up. I don't know. People pay forty dollars for shit all the time that they think they're going would to you? get something great. And would that, you? What I what? Would you pay forty dollars to watch that pay per view, expecting to see what they've been advertising, and then it's not delivered? But advertising them saying that they're going to be there or advertising because their video is just showing up and you made the assumption they're going to be there. I get so, what you're saying. So so do you want us to start advertising that John Cena is going to be on our show every fucking week by just showing a picture of him and subliminally hitting to that, that, oh, yeah, yeah, John's going to be on the show. We'd get fucking murdered. Not to mention a nice little letter of cease and desist. Yeah. <laughs> See, an impact, see, that's the problem. The problem is impact could get away with that because they have footage of these guys, right? So they could show their faces, never say, never say that they're going to be on the card. But if you're under the assumption that that's what you're buying and you paid 40 bucks or more for it, I guarantee you right now, people would be fucking howling at the, the provider to give them their fucking money back. That's the problem. And, and, and I'm going to say exactly what Matt Michael said. He said there's, you know, impact can't take the hit. They can't, they, they, they can't bounce back from something like that. You know who can? 
AEW. Yep, AEW sure can. And they have. You know, they've they've not delivered on shit, and yet they're still you know they still got because they have a big audience. Impact doesn't. Impact too. When you think about when they made this decision to go into this relationship. I can almost guarantee you who the main person pushing this was, was Don Callis, who allegedly right now doesn't work for Impact anymore. Right. So guess what? Wrestling is a business. If you let it go where, you know, the one thing about Vince McMahon that you can say, total control. You know, and John also makes a good point, too. He says, what about the latest rumor that they teased Daniel Bryan with yes? And I think I did remember uh, maybe hearing, uh, beginning hearing that yes. But it's it's just so weird. It's still the same thing. But it's, it's just weird because thing. I don't autom- I, I don't know. I, when I hear that, when I see that, that doesn't make me go, shit, Daniel Bryan is going to show up. To me, it's you never know who's going to show up. When they did this at Slammiversary last year, we didn't well, know who. he doesn't? Then he, he didn't show. show but they but did I'm what they with Daniel Bryan. What if they did that, right? And people believe whether or not Impact but really believe pushed what? that. What did they say? If somebody doesn't actually tell you something, listen. If we said, um, if we ran something on Vegas Bad Boys, you never know who's going to pop up. And we did flash John Cena, okay? And we charging twenty dollars for our, our podcast. You never know who's going to show up. That means that people take, you never know who's going to show up, pay 20 bucks and expect to hear John. That's to me is ridiculous. It's ignorance. Now, now that is, well, wait, that wait, is, wait. now that is advertisement. That's kind of what, the, that's what advertising is. But until but, you say, until you say wait, that wait, John wait. Cena is going to show Hold up, on. until Hold you on. say John you, Cena. You are, you, you just assume that a people are going to pay 20 bucks to listen to a podcast that is featuring John Cena, I right? just threw that out there. No, I know. I know you're trying to defend your point, but the truth of the matter is, is that if we did that, right, and he's not on, we might not get people saying we want our money back, all right, but we will not have people watching anymore. Yep, I can guarantee that. People will not tune in anymore. It ain't ain't taking the wind out of the sails. It's just cutting the whole fucking mass off. We ain't going nowhere. You can say until you're blue in your face that that's just advertising. Well, I tell you one thing. I see our live count right now, <laughs> and and I and I can tell you I don't know if we're going to have less if people got pissed off that John Cena didn't come on, or would people some would stay and say, well, what are these people really about, and what are they trying to do? I don't know. I guess. It well, let depends. me ask you this, though, Impact. Let we gotta move. We gotta move on because we could continue okay. this all, all right, night. But no, go no, ahead. Right. Go ahead. What's your thing? No, no, no. I, I was just gonna say. Other than eating it, you have to also think about it's gonna leave a stain on your product. So for well, us, I do believe like that. Matt Michaels is saying, if we promote it, oh, John Cena is gonna be on, or even John Cena might drop in one day, and it doesn't happen, it's gonna leave a stain on us, and they're like, oh man, those guys talking about they're gonna have John Cena on, they never did. Well, just remember, we didn't say anything. All all we did was flash a video. That's what we did. All Impact Wrestling did was put people on. They didn't say Slammiversary, Joe showing up, the Iconics showing up, David Bryant. They didn't say that. That's all I'm saying. Okay. And and the fact of the matter is, is that when you're talking about something like that, you're 
basically trying to con people into buying the pay-per-view. If your kid who is 10 years old goes, dad, dad, we got to see. He just saw Joe's face quickly flash. How are you going to tell your kid? No, we can't buy it because Joe's not going to be on the show. Come on, DJ. You know that it's fucking wrong. Uh, you know, I don't know how I, that's a we good. don't even have a world that's a champion. Good, that's... <laughs> and you're telling, you're trying to argue in their favor. Come on. Dude. I like the fact you're using the kid. The kid's going to be 30 years old. That's going to be who the kid is. <laughs> and, I, and that man should feel ashamed of himself for falling for that on a consistent basis. Anyway, let's jump over to, um, let's jump over to, let's do the NXT, man. Let's do it. I mean, it was a. Uh, uh, a good show, and um, I'll let you jump right into it, man. What's some of the highlights yeah, you want to uh, mention? NXT was a very good show. Um, you know, we start off with, uh, you know, with Zoe Stark and um, Tony Storm. Amazing match, obviously. Um, the promo video was, was really good, too, uh, how they had to start match. That match was really, really good. I mean, like I've said before, many weeks, uh <laughs> It's past them grooming Zoe Starks to uh, be in that spotlight. Like, she's in that spotlight. And with every match that we see every week, mm-hmm. it's just getting better and better and better. And they're putting her up against, you know, um, top-rate competitors in what NXT always says, the the women's be- are the world's best women's division. And um, it was really good. The back and forth between the two of them had me excited. From the time that the bell rung, you know, uh, you know, if you watch the show, you know that, um, you know, Zoe did not win. But I still feel like, again, it just shows she needs to be up there. And I'm obviously sure okay. she is. Can you, can you can you stop kissing ass on Zoe? And can you talk about Tony Storm pulling out a fucking new finisher that nobody has fucking <laughs> ever seen? Yeah, that was and, pretty and awesome. Zoe, you know, took that like a fucking champ. True. Yeah. Um, that true. was that was you, you got to give credit to Gr- yeah. Gr- no. oh yeah definitely definitely you're exactly right yes and and tony storm again amazing and they're elevating her up and when we think about who's going to go up against uh raquel gonzalez you know tony storm is one of those people definitely that's going to be up next to have, have you ever thought about this mm-hmm. when you have tony storm and zoe stark can we just put them together as a tag team and have Tony Stark? <laughs> Tony Stark. <laughs> you mean Tony? Was it was it Tony Stark from the the Knicks? <laughs> Wasn't the name of the guy? Oh no, no, Tony Stark is Iron Man. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, Tony's yeah, Tony Stark. Yeah, that would be funny. And John Starks Iron- was on the Knicks. Yeah, maybe John Starks. <laughs> Tony Starks. <laughs> call him Ironheart. There you go. Call him Ironheart. Uh, no, I have never thought about that, but now that's, that's in my mind now. But, um, you know, other than that, I mean, it, 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 NXT was, was really good. I mean, uh, you know, that was one match. Uh, let, let again, me just... I got to see Cameron Grimes. I thought that shit was hilarious. <laughs> Flowed again by the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. It's nice seeing him. Uh, you know, that shit was hilarious. So um, the, I... the, the rumor is the million dollar belt is coming out of retirement. Really? Nice. I like that. that. And I think that was something we talked about a number of weeks ago that something like that should uh, resurface, um, mm-hmm. you know, with, with the idea. Uh, it, it's very interesting. If they do bring this back and it goes to Cameron Grimes, it really shows the fact that Cameron Grimes is 
on the same level of what DiBiase was back then. Mm, mm-hmm. A good, a good performer, a good character, a good heel that you kind of want to like, even even though he's kind of an idiot <laughs> and a dick. Right. But at the same time, you really don't have a title that would fit in place putting onto him, right? Yeah. Give him, give him this championship that you haven't used in thirty years. Good idea. I think. I think it would be good, especially because when you hear like uh, the piped in chants of uh, you ain't got no money or ran out of money or something. I was trying to listen. <laughs> that would be interesting if he ended up winning that title. Uh, like we've said before, and I think we all have, at least us three for sure, have said that Cameron Grimes was definitely something special. And it's, it's good to kind of see him, you know, obviously find where he fits. You know, I mean, he, he really is good. And, and I'm excited to see him watch. He's very entertaining. Um, another match that I thought was cool was, um, Saray and Aaliyah, although I thought it was weird because, um, that whole, uh, uh, her manager, uh, what's his name? Damn, his name escapes me. All this damn wrestling we're watching. Robert Stone, Brad. Thank you. Robert Stone, AKA the, the man in the, is that called a zoot suit or is he just trying to be a pimp? Because he had like a whole new, <laughs> new look to him. And then, um, you know, Aaliyah looked the same. <laughs> it, it just looked weird. But uh, that match against her and and, and um, uh, Saray was 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 Aaliyah actually looked good, and I liked how they were saying that you know she's a veteran. You know, what I mean, yeah, you know, I don't hear that enough. And Aaliyah actually looked good in the match. Um, I get that she probably would never go past NXT. I guess I don't know, but uh, she looked really good, especially how far she's come, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and of course, uh, well, was, according, according to DJ, if she goes over to impact, she'll look like the best thing that could go on to the WWE main <laughs> roster. And, you know, just all of a sudden tear it up and be a champion. And if you don't know what we're talking about, refer to the last week's episode and Deanna Brazo. <laughs> I still hold to my, uh, my position that I said so, but I'm not saying that about Aaliyah at all. But who knows? You know what? Let's, uh, you know, she probably would go over there and wreck shop. <laughs> you know what? To be completely honest with you, when it comes to Aaliyah, I, if you were to ask me, I would say her staying in NXT is probably better for her. Uh, not to say that she couldn't be successful somewhere else, but I would say realistically if we put her on the main roster she would get lost in the shuffle and the sad thing is is she's progressed quite a lot she might not have the um the say in if she stays with nxt or not true so as we found out this week nxt NXT let go of a lot of people yeah can be (laughs) let go yeah they let go of a lot of people and yeah so anyways um also to hit row hit row row yeah. Came out. Uh, I I I waited, and I wanted to see this develop before I, I either a stake some 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 claim and saying I like them, or uh, giving my opinion on. I want to see where it went. I like them, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you why I like them. I like them because they're kind of taking a little bit of that you know hip hop culture with regards to actual music labels, particularly in uh you know the late 90s early 2000s i mean uh, other than saying you know hit row death row type type thing but i like how they operate i like how their team is kind of evened out although we're not seeing so much with uh uh miss brandy 
the matches they had with um, you know Davari and Tony Nese, man, they 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 totally got like steamrolled. Like they just got the asses handed to them. But I'm starting to really like them. I, I like the whole I love how I love, what? I love how you you make it sound like they've been around for like three months. But, but they've they only been, been around, around for three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah, they only been around yeah. for three weeks. And, and, and no, no, but but I'm saying like I like the style. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I like I I like now that they're starting to show the other members uh, you know, in that I feel like that's a better way to do it. You know what I'm saying? Show them as a team. You know, don't always show Swerve. We already know what Swerve could do. You know, start showing the other members. And I like how they do uh, their team promos. It's almost like they're saying one bar, then they switch to the next person, one bar, and to the next. I- I'm digging it. I wasn't digging it week two at first. I was like, uh, all right. So I, I-, I like them. I want to see what happens with them. But, you know, pretty much what really was the most coolest thing of the night I felt was uh, – you know, the North American, uh, NXT North American title, Bronson Reed, Johnny Gargano. Uh, that was a really, really good match. Uh, you know, as we all know, Bronson Reed now is your new NXT North American champion. Uh, it, it, it was good, and I'm happy about it because I know I've been big on uh, Bronson Reed from the get-go, and um, I, I really appreciated it that they finally, you know, given him a title. Um, we'll see what happens now that he has the title. I think he'll do well. Um, and uh, you, know, you know, that was pretty much NXT. I don't want to go too too far along it. I'm just, I'm just, you know, it's a solid show. Uh, another match that I, I did forget to say that 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 I like them as a team. I know, I know, Michaels. I know, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to leave without saying it. I I, I really like uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. Yeah, you'll have you'll have plenty of time to say that. You I, like know, I know, I know, I I know. They'll, they'll be around. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It looks like they are now a cohesive, a cohesive team, 100%. I like them. I like the hard hitting. I, I just love it. And throughout the weeks, I'll get a chance to talk about that. But that's pretty much was NXT. It was, it was a good day to watch. You know, and once again, you missed the, the biggest part of NXT, and that was the fact that Indy realized that Dexter still loves her. Yeah, stalk me for free. That was fucking amazing. He still loves me. He still loves me. Man. Yeah. But that's pretty much it. I mean, we're going to move on forward, aren't we? Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Um, there was just one part that I was... Um, I really was enjoying the 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 promo that they made for a cross and Balor. I, yeah. I tell yeah, you, that, was epic. that is how you promote a fight. You know, I mean, again, it's one of those things where you go, you, you, you're watching it and you're like, and then what even made it better is you had Paul Heyman on there that normally says, Hey, uh, usually I issue spoilers, but for this match, it's too close to call, which I love that. And that's really how you kind of feel, although you may be like, oh, you kind of know the outcome. Man, the build-up to that was just perfect. I, I just love how they their promos are. Uh, it, it really got me excited to see part two of that. So, yeah, yeah shout-out to that. All right. A-E-W. We don't have Sin City Steve here to – Oh, sure we do. 
Oh, we do. Yeah, let me just start with saying, okay, so the first thing we got was the instant classic Kristen Cage versus newborn Matt Seidel. And man, I'll tell you right now, for my money, this was the greatest wrestling match, not only of the week, not only of the month, not only of the year, but possibly out of the last 50 or 60 years. It was amazing. (laughs) There was absolutely nothing wrong with it. It was so amazing. Um, Mm -hmm. It just, yeah, it just really made me excited for the the rest of the night. Yeah. Uh, And then, oh my God, dude, we had... um, you know Taz and uh, and Ricky Starks and um, you know this whole thing coming out and oh my God it's a it's a Hangman Page and like I I just can't wait to see where this is going because like the Dark Order and Hangman okay. Page and Ricky Starks all right Sin City calm down calm down I know <laughs> I know you but like you forgot AW. one thing about that whole exchange it was so cool how Hangman Page came out and said hey hold my drink Starks always yeah. thinking about his drinks first. I, I really I think in wrestling today the one thing that is missing is pure alcoholism being promoted as a good thing for kids. So I think responsibility. It it does. It does, you know. Um and you know, it's just like that's where I think you know, it's it's today's thing. Yeah. Um and uh boy, you know, just so many so many good things. Um oh oh when the acclaim came out oh my gosh and and oh they were just talking like rappers and doing that rap thing i like the acclaim. and then he, i well they're great yeah. they're great they're way better than the uh the uh the what are what were they street profit um easy now easy. people oh I, yeah uh, oh, <laughs> what stop the, it the, the ones who were supposed to be the street profits but were never as good <laughs> And the acclaim does now pass these guys. Um, but no, seriously, that was a, a very good take um, when um, he insinuated that um, Renee's uh, podcast uh, was about sucking dick. So, uh, and they changed Moxley's music to Wild Thing from Major League, the movie from 30. Two years ago, so oh, man, now I feel old. I just want to say this, and I said it before, and I'm sticking to it. I hate it. Sorry. Oh, oh no, but they updated, they modernized it. Don't like See, it. it. Yeah, no, but but DJ, you're missing the point. Hate it. The point is that they took something that was 55 years old and then replaced it with something that's only 30 years old. So now so when he comes, it works. <laughs> when he comes out with that, it's just I. I, you, you I don't. I don't. I don't. You know what the I problem was with it? I don't impact? want my top wrestler coming out with people singing "Wow, thing." He makes my heart. I. I don't. I don't want my my top but wrestler. But you know what's funny? I don't. Everybody's gonna sing it. You watch. It doesn't. Everybody's every, gonna sing it. You in can the pick. Crowd. You can pick any song, top one hundred song on Billboard that everybody know that anybody would sing. They hell, they sing Jericho's and he didn't even make the top billboard. People just like to sing, but I don't want to hear wild things where I got my my baddest, roughest, toughest guys coming out the whoops of ass, and I'm hearing, you make my heart sing. That's bullshit. It's ridiculous. Change it back to the original theme. Uh, really? What were the words the original theme? There were no words. There, there were no words. Oh, there really? were just music. So you just don't like singing and wrestling. 
that song is not <laughs> anything that makes sense for Moxley and Kingston. And if you think so, explain to me how. Because they're wild things. How they are they're wild? I I don't know by I. I gashing people open and using barbed wire and tables and chairs and explosives and blah fucking blah. And apparently, as Sin City Steve said last week, also it's a song that has ties to New Japan. You know, so boy, you're gonna be mad when that guy from New Japan shows up in Impact Wrestling and you gotta hear his song twice in a week. Well you know, you what? know what you should do? You should just, you know, let it be. Open yourself up. Oh, whoa, whoa, don't say, whoa, don't say let it be. Because if <laughs> you say it let be. it be, he's going to get mad. Let that, it be, that. <laughs> let it be, let it be. Well, you know what else was a good match on AEW was. Uh, uh, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, um, exactly. Oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, because <laughs> I paused, pregnant pause. No, um, Miss B. Who is the uh, oh, NWA Women Champion? Yes, yeah, Serena mm-hmm. Deep, and um, because I don't watch AEW all the time, so I actually watched it a little bit this week, and I did watch for that match with um, I don't know why I was going to call her Red Velvet Cake, but that, yeah, Red Velvet, and um, that was a good match. That was a really good match uh, be- between the two of them. You know uh, that uh, Serenity Lock, I- I'm digging it. I like it, and she obviously, you know, still got it. Looks good. Like I said, and for someone that purposely did not watch AEW for two weeks in a row and watched it three-fourths of the way this week, you know, yeah, a lot of things I was trying to fill around and and figure out, like, okay, what's this? What's this? What's this? That was a good match that stood out for me. That was a really good match. I'm sure if Sin City Steve was here, he would have said that was a really good match as well. Um, Akira uh, Sheeta, the AEW Women's Champion, she went up against uh, Rebel. That was uh, not really a match per se. It was just an opportunity to have Britt Baker, you know, uh, you know, interfere and start shit. But uh, I'm looking forward to seeing those two lock up. I believe double enough, nothing, correct? They're supposed to go up, if I'm not mistaken. Boy, we really need Sin City Steve here because he, he's the man. That well, the only AEW thing I liked out of the entire show is I like the Pinnacles promo. I actually thought that was entertaining, them having dinner and – you know, looking at their wine and beating up on their server and throwing money at them and 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 talking about Spears couldn't even get wine and he got a temper tantrum. Yeah, I mean, I, I that's that's probably the only thing that I could tell you I uh, <laughs> that I thought was very well uh, put together. Um, but you'd also have you know to. What, you know what? Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to name another match. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, we also ended the show with the uh, the Young Bucks and the Varsity Blondes. So, you know, I guess you had that to look forward to. Oh, it was fucking horrible, unfortunately. I don't because like... Because the, uh, the Blondes didn't get any respect in that, man. Let well, me ask you this. Would you name them Varsity Blondes? Would you? Could you not? Would you think another a, a different name would be better for them? I feel like their name should have went to uh, uh, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. <laughs> well, <laughs> that would make more sense. I, I don't know. Oh, I don't, no, it, it's just kind of. It would. You got to remember that the reason that they're referred to as the Varsity 
blondes is because of the history, you know, with um, with the legacy of, of Brian Pillman and all that kind of shit. But oh, well, I don't remember that. Okay, well that makes sense. As long as there's something that is connection to that, because I don't I don't get it. It doesn't even matter right now because they're really the varsity job squad. Because that's what they're. That would have been a good name for them. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I will tell you one match that, and a match that I did see, Uh only because I'm not familiar. I don't watch AEW all the time. But when I did, uh, this Anthony Agogo, that match that he had. Oh, you got sold on it. You got got sold on the punch. (laughs) I was like, I was like, all right, all right. Look, let's put it this way. It makes me want to watch AEW next week. Just to see a little bit more about this guy. I don't know much about it. I may have to watch the last two and a half weeks that I didn't watch. But, I mean, I kind of well, like you know, go-go. The problem with him is that <clears throat> they're building him up that supposedly one punch, it doesn't matter if it just comes to the face or if it comes to the stomach, which is easy to, to, to punch someone in the match. But one of those punches, it's a wrap. Well, it's the same thing they do in boxing with heavyweight with uh, Wilder. They say Wilder has that one punch. If you get hit with it, that's it. That's, Knocked out. So maybe they're copying off of that. It's fucking wrestling. And, right. and number two, he's going, he's going to be going against Cody Rhodes. Right. Yeah. Cody Rhodes is going to go down in one punch. Fuck that. No, right. He has to believe stupid. first. He got to believe this first. Stupid. This is stupid. Yeah, this is fucking I, ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, uh, um, we heard about the gospel truth from Kazarian, who knew he was a preacher. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Daniel's look, his eye looked fucked up. Well, yeah. Rightfully so, it, it, from what we saw last week. <laughs> yeah. Anything See, else? this is what it's like when we don't have Sin City Steve, because you know what? He brings, breathes life and relevance to AEW. On the show, oh, shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> okay, so this week on uh, AEW uh, Evolution, I think it was or Dark, one of the shows. Um, speaking of the varsity uh, blondes, there, Brian Pillman went against Luther, mm-hmm. and uh, for anyone who hasn't seen it, uh, go watch this because it is the perfect example of why. Shit is out of control in AEW. Luther, he didn't get blown up. He just literally just did not move, essentially, his legs at all when he was being, you know, swung into a corner. Um, It was awful. Mm -hmm. It was god-awful. And it was something that would have been fireable if anyone else was running that company except for uh, Mr. I Want to Be Everyone's Friends. Um, and you know what? Apparently, if you're Jericho's friends, uh, you can go out there unprepared, not in shape, not do your fucking job, and it's all right. Yeah. So all of you young wrestlers out there, do not take an example from this asshole because he just showed why this kind of shit is poison. Who was that again? Luther. Oh, Luther. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, Luther, the guy who got you has a job because he's Jericho's friend, right. essentially. Yeah. You know, he's never done anything on this show that has been 
anything we're talking about. The guy couldn't take a fucking face bump into a goddamn cake. So, <laughs> well, you um, know what? Taking a face bump into a cake can be some dangerous business if you try it at home, because you know some bakeries they use the wooden sticks to hold up the tear cakes, and it, you could have your eye poked out. So I can understand why he wouldn't want to take a face bump into a cake. All right. Thank you. Uh... <laughs> no, I'm hey, it's real talk, but I'm just letting y'all know. Y'all up for a little ring of honor? I'm always up for a little ring of honor. It's a circle. It's a perfect circle. There was a pure rules match, which I enjoy, uh, with Fred Yehi. <clears throat> and uh, he's billed from Waterloo, Iowa. Fred Yehi, Waterloo, Iowa. I had to look it up because I wasn't I, I I wasn't convinced that there wasn't any black people in Waterloo, Iowa, but apparently there is. They have a sixteen percent population. So Fred, you're wow. part of that sixteen percent, man. I I I was like I was wondering why you chose that town to say you was built from, but okay. You know, Fred Yehi. Uh he was going against Rocky Romero. And he's built from LA, so he looked like an LA guy too, but he's got his ass whooped in the end 14 minutes and 44 seconds uh into the match pretty much 16 seconds left before it was going to be uh judged by the uh the judges on who was going to win that match fred uh takes rocky down uh with an incredible move that i can't even explain he had them all tied up in a submission that he could barely even use his hands to to tap out but he had to figure out a way to tap and he did uh, Fred has actually been um, going up higher in, in the ranks. They use a ranking system as well for uh, pure rules, and he is um, moving up higher in that ranks, and uh, pretty soon he he may be up for a, a title. Not yet, but on his way up. Great match if you get a chance to watch it. Uh, they started off the show with that, so uh, that was that. Uh, we got a chance to see, uh, not in action, but Flip Gordon came out. He called out Roosh. He's ready for that. You know, Roosh is the uh, Ring of Honor world champion and um ec3 came out and uh it was it was weird it took you know <laughs> uh his music and video which ran for probably five minutes is about the time he took to walk out into the stage down the stairs to the ring walked around flip uh gordon twice and then just said you've been warned and then he walks out of the ring and his video and music plays another five minutes. So uh, very interesting what they're doing with EC3 um, in, in, in that regard. Um, seems like maybe Flip Gordon's not going to get to Roosh quite yet. But um, we'll see where that goes and I'll, I'll let you know. The, the, the main event, though, was OG, OGK, which of course consists of Matt Taven and Mike Bennett went against their Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, Hot Sauce Tracy Williams and Rhett Titus. Now get this, supposed to be an awesome match, and it was. But before the match even started, Matt Taven somehow got his leg injured in the back, and no one knew anything. He didn't know. Well, next thing we know, we people was asking, hey, we need some help. What's going on? We, uh, what happened? You know, and people rushing to the scene. Eventually, early on, they get his leg all wrapped up. He's like, look, this is what other opportunity we going to have to go against the Ring of Honor champions. Now, of course, Tracy Williams and Red, 
Titus being a part of the foundation. The foundation is all about they want to do things fair. So they didn't even want to fight him. Just like, dude, you're not even ready. You know, I don't know what just happened to you. We'll give you a, a shot later on, but dude, don't even do it. And yet, uh, Matt Taven wanted to fight. So he did fight. He did a he, he him and Matt went as, as much as they could, but of course, that uh that injury played a role in that match. And of course, the um foundation, Tracy and Rhett, uh retained those titles for the Ring of Honor Tag Title. So it was a really good match. Um, and then as the show was ending, come to find out who took Matt down was, of course, fellow Kingdom member Vinny or Vincent. So if you remember, they've always been a, a, a tag team back in the day. And it seems like Vinny, or I should say Vincent now, that's when he goes by, just seems like he just can't have enough of his, uh, his friend Matt. He just always seemed to be going hard on him. Uh, and when we think it's over, he comes right back and do something else. So uh, two matches, Ring of Honor as normal. Really good show. If you get a chance to to, to check it out, please do. Good stuff. And um, I know that I think they're moving closer to their um, to their uh, pay-per-view. I got to figure out what it is. I don't think it's 19th anniversary. I think that one passed. Um, but I know they're working up to a new one, so I'll have that more information for you uh, next week. All right, that's your Ring of Honor, but let's move right over into your SmackDown, Friday Night SmackDown that just happened. And uh, Matt Michaels, I love to see a parade of champions or what some might say, a parade of title holders. Or as what it really was a parade of boring <laughs> it was rather subpar the way they did it the only, i mean they had him right here just you know yeah the only good thing was him coming out and cutting that promo thank goodness um, he saved us <laughs> yeah that, that was and then bailey thank thank god yeah, yeah. is so fucking great um dominic riding his dad's coattails that was beautiful um yeah. But uh yeah, I mean it started off all right, whatever. Um I think the uh the some of the highlights of the night, uh Shinsuke, the the promo, uh the video segment of showing him using the crown was great. Yeah. And um okay, Rick Boggs could play guitar, but really the old spice guy? <laughs> that guy, the Panther dude, the yeah. Night Panther dude, fuck man. <clears throat> Yeah. Um, so you know what? Uh, I love when they decide that Elias wasn't good enough that we needed two, so we could have one <laughs> on each show, and they just made this guy appear. So right. Um, but at least they're doing something with Shinsuke. Um, so yeah. that's pretty good. Uh, Seth and Cesaro was um, you know pretty pretty great. Um, what they have going on there as. Um, you know, you know, a lot of times you'll see this type of things where you see repeated and it becomes boring. Um, we're seeing a new dimension to Seth being psychotic. Yep. Which is he has the look nice. too. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> nice, especially when they're wheeling Cesaro off into an ambulance and Hold on. once again joins in. Hold on, let me ask y'all real quick. When you heard him say, "Why do you make me this way?" Did did some of y'all have flashbacks to like your parents after they whooped your ass and shit? 
And they said, why do you do these things? Why do you make me, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's just, you know, me having PTSD of my parents whooping my ass because they would say shit like that. Like, <laughs> why do you do stupid things? You make me this, you make me have to do this. <laughs> Brilliant shit by Seth. Brilliant shit. Well, beyond that disturbing notion of the fact that you were beaten <laughs> as a child. <laughs> well, I mean, not, you know, not beaten as, I was disciplined with a firm fist of love. Okay. So, uh, you know, DJ, I'm sure you uh, hated Seth's wonderful uh, Day of the Dead skull suit, which was amazing. Um, I yeah, thought it DJ. was. A, I thought it was a cool looking. Sh- I mean, I would never wear that, but I, I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was bad. It was interesting. I like when he comes up with different. You know, some are just flat out. Ah, how can you? And then others are like, all right, you know. Now I'm just looking forward to, which I know is probably the whole point, is what is he going to come out with the following week that's going to be, I, I, I like, yeah. this should be like a shout out, and I don't know, I don't, dude, I don't know if any of you all follow Seth, but he, whoever his, this, this designer is, he should be shouting them out because they do a good job coming out. Maybe they're, maybe it's the same, maybe they're different, but they definitely be, should, should get a shout out for some of these uh, outfits they come up with because it's definitely different and something we don't see on a regular basis so yeah definitely tailor-made suits are on point yeah uh dominic will be good in a few years probably about uh five to ten years um, <laughs> no seriously man he 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 has the size but he's got to grow into it he's got to build up yeah. and all yeah. that because right now it looks like Robert Roode was just beating on a kid. <laughs> it, it really, it's just like right. the guys, you know, kid, guys got to build. Um, the Usos, uh, we see the separation coming. So that would be the uh, natural thing, you know, maybe a little swerve it a little bit, but I doubt it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will probably end up, what, by SummerSlam, if not sooner, seeing Jay versus Jimmy. Um, Street Profits had a great promo. Sammy had a great promo. Um, Alistair Black, he comes back. He looks good, but stop the stupid fucking promos that they're doing with him. Those are fucking awful. Yeah. Uh, Can we please just, can we trade Apollo Crews to AEW for Sonny Kiss and a couple Jacks tickets? Oh, damn. Wow. He's off. And the the fact that you requested a couple of jag tickets even even worse sunny kiss was even trade but the two jag tickets wow well you know if if you're gonna have me sit through his matches um it's like sitting through a jags game so we might as well get a couple tickets it's just painful and pointless and the sooner that they realize that and move on from it and stop this ridiculous you know something that they could have done pretty well is just turning out just uh, listen here's the problem he's in the ring with sammy kevin owens and Big E, and it was one of these things don't look like the other and that's it i mean i, I at some point i know oh but a paul cruz he does all this kill shit blah 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 and they never gave him a chance blah blah you know what at some time you just gotta say it's all right. He didn't. He didn't achieve what you all thought he would achieve. Cut him loose. Let him go somewhere else. And if he doesn't, you know, hit what people think that he could hit in another organization, 
then you know that's a shame but i i just think that this gimmick is burying him worse right now i think this was the last his last ditch effort and what is there to buy into what is the investment in him there's nothing there you know what that's i'm starting to kind of see that a little bit now and you know i wouldn't have agreed with you probably four weeks ago but i'm starting to kind of see it now to where he's hit, he's hit the shelf life on this particular gimmick and with him holding the ic title like and neither he, has been that long that's the no. that's the sad thing you know like like having aziz out there does it even matter you know they're not doing they're not doing the things that he should come off as regal but be a chicken shit heel and yeah. he's really not you know he's very not. shallow i feel it's it's a very shallow attempt you know like it's missing something it really it, it, it may be something he can't feel oh yeah it's missing arsenio hall I know when I look at Aziz wearing that, I think of coming to America every time. Coming to America too. He, you know what he needs? He, he needs to have his big uncle come from coming to America and it be uh, Wesley Snipes' character that he was in coming to America too. They need that. They need someone that's going to do some dances and walk like a pimp. Well, I um, I hear you guys, and I'm I'm not ready to write them off yet. But but did you buy a shirt? I didn't buy a shirt, no. But um, don't worry, just just hold on. They'll be on clearance with the uh, hurt business shirts. Uh, hey. You'll be able to have those in a couple uh, months. Ouch! Ouch! Man. Well, yeah, I guess we'll have to see where that goes. Uh, what else you want to mention on the show that was major? Like maybe the re, like maybe the return of somebody who. You know, we saw him later in the show in a video promo, and then he just, next thing we know, he shows out, even in that match. You have no idea? No, what you're talking about? Spit it up. You got to give me a second. Well, while, while Impact's taking a second, I was going to say it was interesting that Shayna Baszler did, uh, you know, even though it was a tag match, she did kind of pick up the victory. And for some weird reason, in the back of my head, I was like, okay, is her leg going to, you know, uh, be restrictive in movement or something? And that didn't happen. So it must be something that only happens on Raw. Well, it only and, happens when Lily's around. Well, okay, yeah. So that's that, you know... Mm-hmm. That at least makes sense. So yeah, that's just about to say that. Um, and uh, interesting enough, I also wondered when uh, you know um, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler kind of popped in. It's like, okay, uh, y'all not the tag champs no more. You're a raw product. What are you doing on SmackDown? But that was to kind of have them get that win so they can have this match coming up for next Monday. I think it's that's next Monday. Much. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, Shayna is somebody that I know we've talked about before. Uh, when we talked about on on a previous three count, how she was built a certain way, and uh, you know, magic came into play. Uh, there might be something to that, and uh, Shayna looked pretty good in that match. 
Um, I maybe it's maybe I'm watching them because Reginald wasn't there. I can't stand Reginald. Uh, you know, I just can't stand him. I was glad his face got burnt off so well. <laughs> <clears throat> the name I was thinking of was um, was Alistair Black. Well, we mentioned that earlier. That. We mentioned it earlier. He said he looked good and everything, but the promos are just suck. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. I didn't, I didn't yeah. hear it. Sorry. About he slapped that. his leg. Did you notice that when he did Black Mass? He slapped his leg. Was guys, he going to get in trouble for that? You guys are still doing it. It's, <laughs> it's not as noticeable, you know, on an overall. You can see it on the replay, though. Seconds, but you can see it on the replay, like really. No, no, of course you can. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's stupid, but yeah. Yeah. But SmackDown was okay. I mean, that was my opinion, if you ask me. All right, all right. Well, not much happening in New Japan outside of the biggest news of uh, Will Ospreay had yeah. had a uh, a, a neck injury that occurred during the um, says it's he had a match with Shingo Takaji at the Wrestling Dantaku event on May fourth. And um, I guess, yeah, he had uh, suffered a neck injury during that match. And, you know. Allegedly. Huh? Allegedly. Oh, there's more to that? A lot of uh, a lot of the rumblings coming up <laughs> is that, um, that there's, uh, you know, some heat between him and the office. So mm-hmm. that uh, this might not have been. Legitimate, legitimately uh, a neck injury uh, per se. Hmm. And if that's true, I'm just curious if, if let's just say, if their relationship dissolves, man, will that be a hot topic of, uh, you know, where does uh, Osprey go from here? If that's the case. Oh, he's under contract for a while, so. Well, yeah, yeah, but but I mean, how long will we talk about if that's the scenario? His his uh which call it? his his clause where he can't go to some other place. Would it be like do you have to finish out the full contract he's, or what? I don't know his contract. He's under contract for a while. Oh, okay, so for more than two years? I believe so. Shit. I thought the well, contract yeah. was yeah. Because yeah, he signed the out. contract. He signed the contract. <clears throat> um yeah, he signed the contract that I thought um somewhere around uh, the start of AEW and mm. it was a longer, it was a longer contract. So. It's like, it was like a four year deal or something like that. I mean, five year. I don't know. Huh? That's a long ass contract. Shit. You better work it out if that's the case. So I was reading from e-wrestling news. It says that, um, of course he was forced to relinquish the IWGP world heavyweight championship. It also said that in another promotion he worked for, which I didn't know, uh, is revolution pro wrestling. And that yeah. it and that it took to Twitter on Saturday and responded to a fan question about how the injury will affect his current reign with the Rev Pro British Heavyweight Championship. The company did respond by saying that it's quote it's too early to say our situation is very different to New Japan. No immediate changes need to be made as we hadn't factored any title defenses for first shows back. Time will tw- time will tell. But we spoke into Will, and he will likely address the situation in person at one of our first shows back, end quote. So, so yeah, I guess we will see where all this leads uh, for him. You know, if it is legit, <laughs> you know, I hope that he he gets well and everything, uh, you know, gets better so he can get back at it. 
But if this is, uh, you know, we being hokey dope, then, uh, you know, I guess we'll see where all that goes. So with that, uh, man, I guess we, we, we tackle everything wrestling for this past week. I want to thank everybody for listening, hanging out with us. We do have three count that's about to come up next. So if you're watching us, uh, watching us live at the moment, we will we'll shut off and then we'll be back on. But if you're listening to us on a podcast, thank you for doing that. And don't forget to download three count for Tuesday because it's going to be three topics that we're about to get into. And um, I'm sure you're going to have your uh, opinions about that as well. We just released our website, VegasBadBoys.com. Vegas Bad Boys with a Z. Go check it out. Let us know what you think about it. Uh, we have all of our information that we have linked into there. And as we start to get back and out, as as the country is opening up, we will be on our our website a lot more to keep you uh, apprised to what we have going on. Because we will, you know, we want you to be a part of that as well. And also. We are we I don't promote it often, but we do have our app. Feel free to download the free app on your iPhone or Android phone. Just go to the store and put in uh Vegas Bad Boys and go ahead and download that app. You will have access to all of our podcasts as well. And sometimes we jump on during the pay-per-views and um we just chat along with everyone who's watching it with us. So it's pretty cool and exciting. So uh don't get uh, don't forget to do that. Last but not least, if you also want to help promote us as we continue to put our names out there, if you have the cash app, Vegas Bad Boys. Again, I always like to say with the Z, put the money sign, Vegas Bad Boys. Send whatever you like. One dollar, ten, a hundred, a thousand. We take it all. All of that is to help promote our our um, podcast out there to the world. And uh, we appreciate you for helping us out with that. So with that, thank you all for listening. We'll see you back next week. Peace. The biggest bad boys of podcasting.